Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. Who are the best players to buy for our FPL teams this week? As always, we're going to break it down by goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders and forwards, looking at which players are projected to do the best this week. Starting with the goalkeepers then, and after a poor game at 13 for clean sheets, it's looking a lot better this week. Flecken and Kelleher are joint and top. Keep in mind though that Flecken and Edison will blank in game at 18, so don't get either of these two as your primary keeper, unless you've got a backup like Areola, in which case they're both fine. Brentford are home to Luton, who have scored just six goals in away games this season. Only Burnley and Sheffield United are fewer, with five and four. So let's talk about Kelleher then, who is joint top on the projections, and he's only 3.9 mil for Liverpool. He's come out of nowhere as a result of Allison's potential injury. He was seen clutching his hamstring at the end of the Man City game, and there are some rumours circulating that it could be out for anywhere between three to five weeks. So let's play devil's advocate and if it was to be 5 weeks, you'd potentially get 6 or so game weeks out of him because of how many fixtures there are in December. Only in that circumstance is he a potential consideration really, and it does use a Liverpool spot up, so if you've got Salah and Simicast, that's triple Liverpool. It makes the most sense as a backup keeper as well, where it does mean a booked in transfer to get him back out on Alisson's return. If you're an Areola owner, he's fine to give this week despite how disappointing he's been. West Ham home to Crystal Palace, and we've just learned that Eze is going to be out for several weeks with an injury picked up against Luton, and they've also lost to Corre with a long-term injury, so that's a big loss in the engine room. Areola's cheap enough to rotate with another keeper though. In Gamic 15 he does have Spurs, so who are the best rotations? I've put together a table here of the top three rotating pairs. Neto, Sanchez and Leno all rotate near perfectly with Areola. They've all got a more difficult fixture than Areola this week though, so it's a move you can delay unless you've got two free transfers and nowhere to use it. But from Gamic 15 it's a really solid run of games from now all the way to Gamic 29 or so. Let's have a look at the defenders. Lots of us are looking at defender moves this week. The question is do we sell cash? One clean sheet in his last six games is really poor reading and completely against what we expected given the fixture run. So don't feel hard done by if you went for cash, it was a good decision but unfortunate outcome. He played in right mid last match, which on paper sounded great before the game, in a more advanced position, but it wasn't working at all, and he was close to getting a second yellow card and he was hooked at half time for a zero pointer. As a reminder though, 8 teams are involved in Europe this week before gaming 14, so ideally save your transfers until as late as possible, just in case of any surprises. If cash gets a rest, then it's perfectly okay to give him that Bournemouth game and then ditch him straight after. Diego Carlos's return did mean that Conte played right back though, so Emery does have more options in that right back spot now. Trent tops the Gamic 14 projections with 5.5 points, Van Dijk also up there, Simicast not on the table because of his predicted minutes a bit uncertain. 
Gomez didn't start against Man City, which might be good news for Simicast. Again, there's Europa League on Thursday for Liverpool, so those of us that own Simicast will hope he gets a rest and Gomez starts instead. There's three game weeks and seven days from Saturday, so his minutes are a slight concern, but more so if he isn't rested in Europa League. Pinnock has projected 4.4 points along with Van Dijk, Sleeper and White. This season, Pinnock's third among all defenders for expected goals of 1.32 xG, a solid transfer this week, though again keep Blank Gaming 18 in mind if you're not free hitting that week, as he won't play that week. Ben Mee also here on the table, but he does cost 0.2 mil more than Pinnock. Brentford have got Brighton away in Gamic 15, and then Sheffield United away in Gamic 16, so a decent block of games to start him in. Trippier's projected 4.1 points with Newcastle home to Man United Saturday night. Came so close to return against Chelsea, hitting the crossbar at one point. Onto the midfielders, and Salah's out in front this week with 7.3 projected points. Liverpool home to Fulham. Captaincy is going to be really divided this week. Let us know in the comments who your pick is. We'll talk about Haaland in the next segment. There's a lot to unpack with the midfielders at the moment. So Bowen missed Gamic 13. Moyes said he had a chance of making the game, so it seems like there's a very good chance he'd be fine for next game, in which case he's a hold. But Sun blank for the third time in a row, so is he a sell? It's really dependent on how your midfield looks at the moment. Given Spurs face Man City, you can make the case for selling for Salah, but that's a lot of money needed. And Bumo and Saka are also justifiable picks, and they're in the top three mids this week. Sun came very close to returns last match though, with three goals offside. Son is still a great pick and he'll no doubt return in the coming weeks and it's all about who you're bringing in and whether they do better. In Saka's case, Arsenal face Wolves and the good news if you own an Arsenal attacker is that both Lamina and Gomez picked up their fifth yellow of the season for Wolves on Monday night so that's two important players in their midfield missing for their trip to the Emirates. Ubumo's third only to Salah and Haaland for expected goal involvement this season is making a mockery of the 7 mil price tag. If you own the likes of Diaby, Eze, Rashford, Fernandez, Mitoma He's a priority transfer for the Luton fixture. Came very close to scoring against Arsenal, if not for a well-positioned rise to clear his shot off the line. Chelsea home to Brighton. If you own a Chelsea mid, it could be a fruitful game week, as Brighton's defence is down to bare bones. As stupid as injured until the new year, as is March, Webster's also injured, Milner, Igor and Lamptey all injured. Dunk is suspended for three games as well. It seems like Igor's the only one who might have a chance of making the game. So what will Brighton's backline even be? It could be something like Veltman, Van Heck, Hinshelwood and Igor. So Chelsea surely put a few past Brighton at Stamford Bridge. They're going to need to put on a convincing display to the home fans after the poor 4-1 loss to Newcastle. Sterling's projected 4.6 points as a consequence and he scored a well taken free kick in that Newcastle game. Palmer projected 4.5 points so he just misses out and he's an excellent transfer himself this week. Sterling's put up a few mega hauls this season with 16 points versus Burnley and 19 versus Luton. Could this be another big week for him against the depleted Brighton side? We also have to navigate Europa League with Chelsea getting the midweek off. If you've got Eze, then Palmer's an obvious replacement and he is cheaper. What about Gordon though? 13 points for Gordon against Chelsea himself. He's returned in every single home game this season and he's home to Man United. This one's very close given the 0.6 mil separates them. Although Palmer's had 4 penalties, even if we ignore those and we look at non-penalty expected goal involvement, he has 0.47 per 90 minutes, Gordon's is 0.46 per 90. So their underlying numbers are actually on par with one another, or a matter of 0.01 lead by Palmer. But that's with penalties stripped out though, and the fact that he's on them is massive. It's very close, but Palmer just edges it on underlying numbers, and perhaps a slightly better fixture this week as well. Let us know in the comments, Palmer or Gordon, who's your preference? 
On to the forwards then, and this week Haaland tops the table with 7.5 points. So Salah was on 7.3, which is a negligible difference. Not significant enough to say one's better than the other, so go with your gut. Liverpool against Fulham, who are second worst for expected goals conceded this season, but Spurs without Van de Ven and Romero in centre-back, we could see Haaland wreak havoc there. We might see Davies and Emerson in centre-back again. Very tight call, and both will have over 100% effective ownership, so if you own both, you'll be hoping the other blanks, which does seem unlikely. Watkins is second on the table with 5.3 points against Bournemouth, followed very closely by Isaac with 5.2. Isaac on the score sheet versus Chelsea, and he's nailed by Wilson's out, and he's a good 1.1 mil cheaper than Watkins. Over the next five though, Watkins is ahead, so Isaac might be one to consider as a third forward, not in place of Watkins. Another notch below Isaac is Solanke for 6.5 mil. Very unlucky if you picked him up for the Sheffield United fixture last game week. He racked up 0.65 expected goal of him, but he blanked. Meanwhile, Tavernier, Kluivert and Semenyo playing around him all returned. Bournemouth have good fixtures in their next five overall, and they do have Forrest away in blank game week 18. Semenyo is an interesting one. He's just risen to 4.6 mil, but he could be a tidy archer replacement in game week 17 when he's home to Luton, and then he's got that Forrest fixture in the blank game week 18. Wood for 4.9 mil had a quiet game and he was brought off for Origi, but he could still be the best of the budget forwards. If you found this video helpful, make sure you hit like, let's try to get 1k likes, and subscribe if you'd like to see more FBL content like this. Thanks for watching, see you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.